and go. No, I hate the aristocracy, man. No, 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 no. First of all, nobody asked me for money. They only solicited cocaine. I, the honorable drug. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! This is... Twitters never give up. Go ahead. And uh, from what I understand... Quitters never give up. Fucking amazing. But Quitters never never give up? Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Quitters never, what the hell's it called? Quitters never give up. That's it. Quitters never give up. OMG, that's amazing. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said, that's all they do. Worth that was so worth it. <laughs> all right, that was Seabat, uh, the song that's taking uh, the podcast by storm. Every every podcast is week did Seabat. Uh this is uh Quitters Never Give Up episode eighty. Let's say hello to Lindsay from her car. Hello. And let's say hello to listener Edwin. Hi guys. And then let's say hello to Jennifer Sunshine. Hey party people. Yeah, I am Christopher and let's get this started with uh you wanna do messages or you wanna do Yeah uh, Who's the Dick Revisited? Or Moments with. Or Moments with. That's what we were gonna do, right? <laughs> I got so many things confused here. Okay, oh. let's do moments with. Okay, okay. And now, a moment with Lindsay. And the other thing, too, is like, you know, we 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 feel your pain as far as like thinking about, you know, if we ever got a cease and desist letter and like... We, we always talk about, you know, like we're, we're always reusing someone else's jokes and we're always posting someone else's content. And God, <laughs> that is that long of a clip and I don't even have anything to say. <laughs> All right. So now uh, you just need to was... add the terrorist situation at the end. Exactly. Right? And that was with you talking to Geometric Bananas about uh, getting a cease and desist email. It was, I think it was a general message about sharing content. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, I was stumbling over my words. And, you know, Geometric Bananas also sent us a message and said, sorry, I keep saying, I don't even know what the word was. Like, oh, I keep saying X and X. And I'm like, you don't even know. There were two moments and you were not (laughs) in one of them. So that was, I labeled that Lindsay can't form a sentence. Now, the next one is uh, Christopher doesn't know bands. And now, a moment with Christopher. Yeah, because it would bring on a lot of acts that weren't cool. Like, I have a clip for the, the roundup where uh, they, they bring in, um, uh, what is that band? Um, Which one? More, Can you be more specific? More impor- yeah, that band. Okay. You've got to be, uh, it's a band. I keep wanting to say Asia, because that's from the Ralph report this week. But even Frank uh, Murphy was talk- was bringing in, um, I can't. Wesley Willis? No, no. Wesley Lincoln Willis Park, was... Green Day, no doubt. No, older than that. A gr- oh, that's cool. like, Keep going. Come on, you're right in my wheel. Boingo, boingo. Count, Count Smokey Love. <laughs> Fred Schneider. The Monkees. <laughs> the B-52s. John Sedlak, seen here with his pet falcon. Um, no, where's Frank? Uh, Air Supply. Where's Frank Murphy? Air oh, supply. Air supply, nice. <laughs> so Frank Murphy, oh, wow. 
they had air supply on for a singles party. In my defense, it's air supply, and who the fuck knows about air supply? I've never thought of air supply. I never listened to air supply. I, clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they are not on the forefront of my mind. But I yeah. was saying, you know, they were playing bands that weren't cool, and you started listening, uh, listing Linkin Park and all these kind of more new... And I did mention it was in the 90s, you know, new mm, hip band. Air Supply would have been 80s. No, 80, but late it, was, 70s. it was Frank doing uh, the singles party, and he brought yeah. in Air Supply, oh, who oh, at the oh, time oh. wasn't cool. Got it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. again, the intro to the question was, what's that band? <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so. I stand by not knowing who Air Supply is. I don't, I, you know, I, I don't not stand by that, but then the, what just blanket, what's that band and not being able to come up with I will say in your defense, Christopher, nowadays, when you hear something on one podcast, you're like, okay, who said that? So, you know, it could have been Ralph report. It could have been the exactly. no Kevin and Bean, Frank. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't blame you at all. Not knowing which band was mentioned on which podcast. Right. See, everybody's on my side. I don't think there are sides. I think there's just a moment. (laughs) I think there's sides. Oh, no. Are we voting on this one, too? We are not. (laughs) We still have the poll open on who's the dick. Wait, hold on, hold on. Who's the dick? (laughs) I I don't have the the reverb anymore, so I can't do that. That sounds great. Uh, So are we going to do who's the dick revisited, or is that still open for... Um, I mean, we can talk about the recent votes if you if you have any updates on that. I don't have specifics. I mean, I guess I can talk about what I remember. Uh, well, you, you kind of went on a deep dive, a little bit deeper than I thought anybody would want to go on this. Ding. Okay, so what's the premise? What what, what happened last week? Uh, wait, with the Sam episode, is this when we're going back to or what? Wow. (laughs) Excellently researched. Uh, this is a, who's the dick or am I the asshole, which was cut out of an episode and will, uh, appear as its own bonus, uh, that has a video component now because Drew has submitted judge Drudy, which has him in a judge's wig. Mm -hmm. Um, the TLDR of it was I cut out a segment and am I the dick for cutting it out or am I not the dick because it was a boring story? But let me, let me just get some quotes of what people said. So Sam said, so I really like Eddie's takes and segments, but I got to say, Eddie is the dick. That segment was cut for a good reason. It was a bit hard to listen to. So Sam is technically on my side. Um, and uh, I believe... And, and- that's the confusing part because technically you voted yourself as the dick in the original <laughs> run. So Correct. when you say so and so's on my side. Okay, yeah, I get it. Okay, so there's there's an objective look at the characters and then there is the actual vote. So this this is saying that Eddie is the dick. Um but but, but was it Eddie is the dick or am I or, or was it Lindsay's the dick or Lindsay's not the dick? I, I'm yeah, how did I get in this? I mean, well, it, again, it was your segment that was cut. Okay, so 
I guess, uh, what, did we mention it was your segment that got cut because it was Josie and the Pussycats? Yeah, and here's the thing. I didn't ask. Uh, I said, for your voting consideration, who's the dick? And then I sent him the video. And, I mean, the video, I think, is pretty clear in saying, is Lindsay the dick or is she not the dick? But Sam came to the independent conclusion that Eddie is the dick. <laughs> That's off the board. <laughs> We're only taking is or is not. <laughs> I, well, that that is is not for me. Um, listener Luke, he said... Anyone who does the editing is never the dick. I will call accordingly. Uh, Jose sent something kind of funny, um, but he decided that I was not the dick, but he tried to announce it in the like, Maury, you are not the father style, but it, it kind of like fell flat. It made it more confusing. So I had to be like, okay, I really need you to clarify this. And I really love that I'm this passionate about clarifying this for everyone. <laughs> um, but I will say that, I mean, Eddie also took it to 11 and engaged Cleverbot. So, I mean, if we're talking about, you know. Well, we can't argue with Cleverbot. Cleverbot science. Uh, so is the scientific survey. And then geometric bananas and her husband also have ruled in the favor of me not being the dick. So the score I think is seven to five. What I have here is Lindsay's not the dick was Jen, Chris, me, Sam, Luke, geometric bananas, Charlie, Mr. Geometric bananas is how you listen to him. And who says Lindsay is the dick is Lindsay Edwin Drew and Steve, and, and Cleverbot, and Cleverbot, and then uh, my wife uh, also listened to the video and voted <laughs> that I was the dick for making her listen to the video. So. Oh yes, yeah, well, no one, no one doubted that. The score is seven to five. There are still many people to engage. Kevin from the Kevin and Mean Archive, uh, Bob Bach, Bob Back, excuse me, um, Carly. Carly, so I will probably be releasing the episode, the bonus, whatever, like we don't have bonuses up our butts. Um, and that will feature a Spotify poll. Oh, okay. I have wow. Drew's message if you want me to play it. I, the honorable Drew. Dr- <laughs> no. I, the honorable Judge Drudy. Rule in favor of the plaintiff, Edwin, and that Lindsay is indeed the dick. Edwin displayed extreme love for this segment, and the amount of work put into it just to have it scrapped on the table is inexcusable. That's why Lindsay is the dick. Hit it, Steve. Judge Drew. It is hard to say. He got that together pretty damn quickly, though. I, I give him a lot of respect for that. He did, but he should have did a re-record on that. This is Drew, 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 Drew. Why? I recited it. We can what? turn that into a moment with Drew, though. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the it wasn't the intro. I, I had to put it in there. It was hilarious. Except you cut all. You only said I, the Honorable Judge Drudy, and then you stopped. It. No, it says Judge Drew. He doesn't say Judge. He says I, I, the Honorable Drew. And then it goes to the next clip. I don't want to give the whole thing away. 
<laughs> I, I guess it's time for messages, Lindsay. Here we go. Quitters never give up. It's your favorite caller, or only once was only caller, Steve, calling in. And the week that was, and they're doing the breakfast with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Beans asked the rhetorical question of Red Hot Chili Peppers, who's not a fan? Well, I was screaming, me, I'm not a fan. Just really cannot stand Red Hot Chili Peppers. Anyway, love you guys. Keep up the funny. Bye. Still waiting for me. That left turn. Why is everyone have their blinker on? Anyone who calls in with a blinker gets on automatically. That's funny. Anyone that calls in gets on automatically. What are you talking That's about? That's true. <sighs> Anyways, moving on. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> One, two, it's a new day. Our feature presentation. Oh, 2011. I went back in time. Guys, I'm 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 having a food disaster. Okay, we'll join that breaking story in progress later. Means food disaster. Let's start off with the great beer mug. Let's see what was his great birthday present from Ralph. Today's Mug's birthday. Today's Beer birthday. Mug's birthday. That's Beer Mug's birthday, Yay. everybody. That's right. I feel a little bad. Uh, I gave him a hard time last hour when we talked about it. So I wanted to give him his present. I got. I brought him his present in. Oh, I didn't have a chance to wrap it. Okay. But this is uh, for you, Beer Mug. That's Here you nice. go. Thanks, Ralph. There you go. It's a box. Awesome. Box. Happy birthday. Nice! It's the Aggies! That's right, my friend. Hell yeah! Aggies! Thank you, buddy. Aggies for his birthday. <laughs> awesome. You the Aggies! You got him the Aggies. Woo! The Eggies. The best gift ever, That's Ralph. right. You're right, it is. Congratulations, Beer Mugs. You're Thank now the you. proud owner of not only a dozen Eggies, but the egg slicer that comes with the Eggies. Yes! What a fantastic birthday for Beer Mug in 20, 2011. Getting the Eggie. Okay, now this was a theme they had been going through. They kept talking about how Ralph loves to buy things on TV. Mm-hmm. So they had Carrie come on, and she started reviewing all the many things that Ralph had bought over the years. And one time I threw out <laughs> some of the things Ralph purchased, including this massive stair that he bought for the dog. Yeah, doggy steps. It was like a big, was like a big shag that paws on it. So Reggie could get up on the couch in the bed instead of get a bad back. This and, is actually an intervention, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. And he put it in our bedroom. And every time we had guests come over, I would hide it in the closet <laughs> so nobody would see that we had it. Doggy steps are great. And so I threw that away along with several other items, and Ralph found them in the trash. Oh, that probably didn't make him very happy. I was heartbroken. Carrie, hold, hold on one second. All right, listen, we're going to take calls if you bought crap on, from the TV. 1 800 5 crap. It is crap. It's according to Carrie. modern innovation. 1 800 520 1067. You bought crap from the TV. All right, is the list done, Carrie, or do we have more that runs? Oh, no, we have more. All right. God, what else? Run them down for us, real we, quick. Well, let's just run down All some right. of the ones we haven't talked about. The Ab Wedge. Oh, ab the Ab Wedge. Okay. The Bender Ball. Oh, the Bender Ball. Uh, if, you don't mind, bender just, ball? if you don't mind, just throw in, use it, don't use it. Don't use it. Okay. Stick and click lighting. Ah, oh, the stick and clicks. Don't uh, use it. Don't. Okay. 
Perfect patch grass seed, never used yeah, it. I didn't get around to patching the grass with that. Never used. The sham wow to wash your car. Uh-huh. You've never washed your car. Okay. Uh, take it out to get Windshield washed. wonder. Okay. Never used it. Never used it. Clean the windshield with it and the inside of your windshield. It's like a, it's like a the handle on a windshield cleaner from the inside so you don't have to reach down there by the dashboard. But never used it. I've never used right. it. The mighty trilogy, which is mighty fix it tape, mighty mend it, and mighty putty. Oh, the mighty putty. I have used that. Used or never used? And my... No, we've never used that. All right, good. Well, that's not true. You may have used the Mighty Putty in your back cave. I did. I used the Mighty Putty there, and it's wonderful. All right. Wonderful. And my personal favorite, which he he actually uses when we're out on the town, we'll be sitting at a restaurant, and he will pull the owl out of his wallet. <laughs> the and owl. Use it to read the menu. What's the owl? It's the light. owl is, it looks like a credit card. Yeah. But it has a clear window with a little miniature battery inside, and it's like a hidden magnifying glass yeah, that lights a, up. It's a magnifying glass with a light in it, Kevin. Oh, you yeah. have it right there? Yeah, look at the owl. The owl. But it's disguised oh, as a credit card. Yeah, so it fits easily in your wallet. <laughs> you no longer have to struggle to see in low-light situations. So, it's got a light on it and a magnifying glass, and you can read the menu with ease. So, Carrie, I'm, I'm counting as 11 or 12 or 13, somewhere in that area. It's and around it's around there, and that's not all of them because I didn't have time to make the full list. The sure. worst one he ever did was the reflux wedge. The reflux? What is that? Oh, yeah. That was a wedge he bought when we brought Olivia home from the hospital, and she had reflux as right. a baby. Right. It was this massive wedge with a Velcro contraption mounted on it, and he used to put her on the wedge and strap her in. You so Velcro the baby to the wedge. At all times. Exactly. <laughs> It was, got, it was helping her. There's got to be some. You Velcro your kids to your wedge. State employee right now going, I need to take a look into this. No, it was very helpful. Oh, Carrie, God, God bless, bless you. She kids. She kids. That's all. She kids. <laughs> Carrie, God bless you. Yep. You're a saint. I'm sorry. You're the best. <laughs> I still love him. That's amazing to me. <laughs> Honey, I'm getting you the perfect meatloaf pan <laughs> for Christmas this year. He loves I, it. I can't wait because All I right. make meatloaf. Never. Never. <laughs> you will once you get the perfect meatloaf pan. So that's kind of a, a list of all the things Ralph bought over the years. Poor Carrie. I love <laughs> that's it. awesome. I didn't have it on the clip, but she tried to throw some stuff out one time. And since Ralph was the guy that took the stuff out, he would see it. And I think he would rescue it back out of the trash. <laughs> Okay, this one, I'm going to borrow a page from the great Jennifer Sunshine. Not even going to introduce this. But our favorite so far that we've heard (laughs) has to be Bohemian Rhapsody, the queen epic rock opera, if you will. And Shatner gives all of the emotional investment that you expect in a Shatner song. Just killed a man Put a gun against his head Pulled my trigger Now he's dead <laughs> Mama <laughs> Life had just begun But now I've gone and threw it all away That's Mama. weird awesome. How can we get the rest of that? You have to wait You gotta wait a month yeah, so what happened was William Shatner had a new album coming out, and they were they released clips of it. And it was funny because Ralph would play it on every showbiz beat, and they would just bust a gut. But it is catchy, though. I, I love to hear Shatner read anything. He's one of those guys that is just compelling. So that was Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, the album was called Seeking Major Tom. So they used that clip for years and years. Now, that led to a bit where Ralph did his great William Shatner impression, and he sang other K-Rock songs. 
So what I'm going to do, I'm not going to play all of them. I don't think we can take that. I'm going to go to Lindsay. Here's your choice. We got uh, Rage Against the Machine in the name of Harvey yeah. Danger, Date Rape by Sublime, oh. Nookie by Limp Biscuit, Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Which one would you like to hear? What was the second one? Uh, let me see. We go in the name of by Rage Against the Machine, Flagpole Sitta, Harvey Danger. That one, Flagpole Sitta. Okay. Yeah, that is pretty amazing. All right. Been around the world and found that only stupid people are breeding. <laughs> the Cretans cloning and feeding. And I don't even own a TV. <laughs> they put me in the hospital for nerves. And then they had to commit me. You told them all I was crazy. They cut off my legs and now I'm an amputee. God damn you! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lindsay loves that one, I could see. Yeah. Uh, you can't really beat those lyrics. They cut off my legs and now I'm an amputee. He is the only guy to ever write those lyrics. So credit where credit's due. Uh, a weird coincidence was Ben Folds was the producer of this album, I believe. And it was his birthday on the day that the album came out. Or not the album, the, uh, the Sneak Peeks. And that reminded Kevin and Bean of a very interesting story that I don't think I remember, and I don't think it's in the archive, but anyway. What happened to the, the breakfast with Ben Folds? We didn't get a chance to talk about that. Well, uh, we were doing it downstairs in the building at the time. We had we had a thousand... Where the studio was, where the station yes. was. Okay, And we had a thousand technical issues. I mean, they couldn't hear us. We couldn't hear them. The audience couldn't hear them. The audience couldn't ask questions. Nothing that we wanted to do was happening. <laughs> and we were really upset because it's in our own building. How, how can not one thing work? How can we not at least hear the band, maybe? You're not on location. You're Nothing. in the same building. Zero happened. And Bean got so upset that he stormed out. He walked and went out. and got in his car and drove home. He left. <laughs> yes. He drove home. That is a professional, baby. So, Look it up. Look it up. So professional. I, so I did the breakfast with them by myself oh. about a half hour later when everything started working. Oh, man. You know how you get to a point where you're mad and then you're furious and then you're seething and then your head's going to explode? And then there's a level just past that where you're calm and tranquil again, where you're just in a, you're just in a, going through the motions of life at that point. And you just quietly unplug your headphones and you go, all right, guys, I'm going to just uh, see you later. And then you just walk out the door and you drive away and pretend that none of it ever happened. That's where I was at that day. And I found that really funny because Bean's not that guy who will ever, like, walk away, but he was so upset. That's why Bean's it the was, guy you wanted a foxhole with. I he's, loved it. He's the first one to retreat. It was that or it was murder. Those were my only two options these, that day, is I was going to murder some engineers or I was just going to leave the building. And I think I made the right decision. But when you left, that made it all all right for me because now that's, <laughs> that's more bizarre than everything else that had been going on. It's worth it just for that story, yes. I guess. Yes. Mm. Yeah, being put it well, there's a thing where you're just furious, and then the, there's a calm right after. There's the next level. And you just kind of do whatever you're doing, and, and you just set peace. So, yeah, he, he left the breakfast with Ben Folds. I got to go to the archives, see if I can find that. That would be a fascinating show. <laughs> next up, we remember the great cake versus pie debate. They had Paul F. Tompkins, very funny comedian, on. And it turned out he had been doing a bit about this for years. And so they asked it for his take on cake versus pie, or pie versus cake, either way. In the debate of <laughs> which is better, cake versus pie, yes. I feel that cake pulls ahead because of frosting. Thank you. <laughs> and my reasoning is, I totally my agree. reasoning is, when you eat frosting out of the can with a spoon, which I do, you feel shame. <laughs> 
because that's how good frosting is. <laughs> you know on a basic cellular level you're not supposed to be doing this it's very because wrong. it's too good. Yeah. And you would never eat pie filling out of a can unless there has been a disaster. <laughs> you are in an underground bunker and you are running out of food. That's true. And yes. the next step is you're going to eat whoever's left. <laughs> Excellent. So frosting yes. wins the argument. As far as I was that. concerned, that put it to bed for me. Yeah. So frosting wins the argument. At least according to Kevin. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure we could start that debate back up and get everyone all riled up. I like that that idea that the only time you would eat pie filling is if you know it was a disaster. So speaking of food disasters, let's see the disaster that befell the great bean. Guys, I'm 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 having a food disaster. Now that's the kind of opening statement that that we all hate because it demands a question. You can't just let that go. A food disaster. Not enough information. So you have to say, what's the food disaster? And by disaster? the way, unless he's in Ethiopia or Somalia, he's not having a food disaster, by the way. He lives on an island. He's got a mansion there. He's, he's fine. It's not a food disaster. I guarantee you. Guys, I'm having a food disaster. Nothing. I don't have enough milk to cover my cereal. <laughs> oh, oh. Nothing. Have you guys ever tried raw grape nuts? It's pretty tough. <laughs> Nothing. Not done. Have you guys ever eaten raw grape nuts? <laughs> That's demanding an answer. Nothing. And then he sees me trying desperately to keep up with all of this. And he says, hey, you can't write that down. <laughs> You must write that down. You don't understand. Bean doesn't understand that's your moral obligation. Right. I don't have a choice. That's right. If you're going to do a half-hour monologue, I'm not having enough milk to cover your grape nuts. It was about 15 seconds. That's info bean. And I think you guys can that's feel my info bean. My pain that's of trying. info bean. Don't need more clarification, Bean. I'm saying the, cl- the the information that we got the first time is too much. I'm just saying. That's that info bean. So I'm not sure if that was worse than the chocolate milk disaster where it broke the ice tray. Maybe one day we'll have to vote on that. That'll be the next great debate, I suppose. Okay, oh, I no, love this, this next one. This is a one. colossal disaster. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Is it a colossal disaster or a food disaster? Which is worse? <laughs> okay, I love this one. I'm not even going to say anything. It's they were doing a giveaway. Moneyball, the movie Moneyball came out. So listen to Ralph, smooth as ever, giving away the tickets. That's coming up right now. Ralph is here with the showbiz beat. Before I get to showbiz news, how about some passes to the advanced screening of Moneyball? Movie starring Brad Pitt. Huh, ladies, you with me? Brad Pitt, huh? Yes. Jonah Hill, Robin Wright, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Great story, a true story about general manager Billy Bean of the Oakland A's, who changes the way baseball, certainly if not played, is uh, is ran, how the business is run, because uh, he really changed everything, decided to... Save money on uh, playing payers or playing pay, playing paying paying players. Wow! All right, dude from Canada. Friday. Yeah, really. <laughs> and uh, enjoying. <laughs> just, just call for You've the tickets. Seen the just... So the backstory on that is uh, Olivia was teething, so Raph was operating on very little sleep. <laughs> so now he knew what it was like to be Kevin full time. He was. Paying those players or playing those payers. <laughs> okay, I love this. This was a celebrity birthday. Jennifer Tilly. She does the voice on Family Guy for um, Patrick Warburton's uh, character's wife, Joe's wife. 
So she's been around forever, and they were trying to decide she she get a bell or not. Jennifer Tilly celebrates 53 years. Molly Shannon, <laughs> the, is that the... <laughs> I think that was appropriate. The least bell you can give anyone. I tried to do that last hour and no no sound came out. I didn't hear anything, no. I tried. That's the Jennifer Tilly bell? No, you think? I think she's hotter than that. Do I have a 15-year-ago bell? Then, yeah. That's a a bad bell right there. So I don't know what was going on with the bell. I think Kevin put it in the next room under a pillow. So I guess that solves a problem if they don't think a girl is that hot. Either that or there's some... They need a new bell, I guess. Okay, I love well, it's this funny one. in 2009 they're doing the same thing with the bells, but it's like instead they hit like a gong if they're not hot. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Well, I listen to that and I'm like, that did not age well. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this one's for an old one. I wish Christopher was here because I don't think you guys are going to get this. Tell me if you know what this refers to. How much longer is Dean Shepherd going to be on vacation? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Dean Sheffra, Jen, Lindsay. I don't know who that is. Well, we'll play the rest of the Afro Cone. That's a long wow. that's a long time listener. Thank you. That's funny to us. <laughs> and I'm sure not many others. <laughs> he was the sports guy after Jimmy. He did not last long at all. Oh, I swear okay. it must have been like a week or two. Yeah, he he was not good for one thing. And I think he also didn't show up. So between those two things, he didn't stay as the sports guy. <laughs> and let's see, just one last thing. Well, Goodbye, Eddie. Sorry you can't be with us. That guy's even older than Dean Shepard. <laughs> Jimmy Durante for you youngsters out there. And <laughs> that's the week that was. I'm paying the players. Back to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Where's Christopher at? Oh, let's check in on the ra- uh, the roundup, on the uh, the rewind while we're here. Oh, yeah. Oh, good idea. Large chunk of the audition time, there was nobody there. No right. one came down. So Alex, Yuri uh, Geller, just so you know, was the Chris Angel of the 1970s. Oh, that two was his thing. bags for the price of one. He'd be on The Tonight Show and bend a spoon with his mind and stuff like that. Here's he thing. wasn't quite as annoying as Chris Angel, but he oh. did the same sort of thing. Oh, a Yuri Geller reference? I love Psycho Mike. How does he know these things? I think Ooh. he was as old as me. Yeah, he was a psychic from the 70s. Uh, He'd go on Carson. He would bend a spoo with his mind, supposedly. Yeah, he, uh, youngsters, Google that, Yuri Geller. Because, like, Carson, he liked to bust those guys because he was a magician himself. So he knew the tricks. And so he would kind of make it so they couldn't pull their BS on him. It's fascinating to watch. Jen, what are you sharing with us? A clip that needs no introduction. Here's a uh, question. Hey, guys, uh, I have a bet with a friend. I was wondering if you could help settle it. Who did Mulder and Scully work for on the show The X-Files? You know, what government agency? Bane, do you have any idea? The FBI! Well, (laughs) funny you should ask. Thank you very much. About that. Uh, We have another question. Hey, guys, I'm doing a crossword puzzle. I thought you could help me with this clue. (laughs) It says George H. Bush and Herbert Hoover were head of this government agency. Uh, It's three letters. I think the middle letter is a B. (laughs) Anyway, any help you can give me would be appreciated. I'm not sure. You're not giving me very much to go up, but could it be... The FBI! Look, people, we don't need enablers for being. He's plenty bad on his own. We don't need you helping out. We were fascinated that he came across that sound effect and said, I need that. I'm going to get it. I'm going to put it on my machine. I'm going to work it into the show. And, and I've been how... waiting for weeks with his finger poised above the button waiting to play it. And how useful has it been? Not. Is that vintage listener Edwin? Yeah. Yes, it is. Aww. And I don't think you guys caught my mistake. It's not... Herbert Hoover, which was a president, I meant to say J. Edgar Hoover, who was the head of the FBI. 
Uh, so I have that clip. Of course, I saved that, and it bugs me every time I hear. It. And so it was, when was that, Jen? Uh, this was obviously 2009, June 2009. <laughs> the FBI, June 16th. <laughs> but there was it wasn't a funny clip, but it was like hey. being, not not this one, the, <laughs> another one I'm talking about. And um, they were interviewing somebody, and sure enough, Bean had saved the FBI soundbite for weeks and was just waiting to use it. And so whoever they were, I forget who they were interviewing. And then he kind of made it, whatever. He started playing the clip and um, they end up talking about it later, how it comes about, but then they were just playing it. And, and then it was so funny because the last couple, this, I'm listening to these old ones when the FBI raided Mar-a-Logo or Lago, whatever. So all I'm hearing is the FBI clip in my head the entire time. It's <laughs> really kind of funny. Yeah, I I, don't you have to say it out loud? <laughs> I do. Whenever I hear the, the FBI, FBI on the radio or TV. Exactly. Right? The FBI. What did I, why? Why did I just sound like that? What is wrong now? I love that. <laughs> all right. Like the next me? one, um, it's a game. Um, I don't, I think it, we can play it. I think it'd be, it's too hard for me to play, but um, we'll go ahead and play it. Yeah. Okay. But uh, we're going to give you a chance to earn them right now. 1-800-520-1067. If you know your Incubus lyrics, it's time for the Wheel of Celebrity Voices. That's right. So what we do is we put all the celebrity voices on the wheel. We have Spencer Pratt. We have Rodney Bigenheimer. We have Tom DeLonge. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Governor Schwarzenegger. We have Jed the Fish. We have the Hulkster. Homer Simpson. Tom Cruise. Optimus wow. Prime. Wow. Anthony Kiedis. The Queen. Yes, so we're, so we're going to spin the wheel, and then one of those celebrities will read you lyrics from an Incubus song, and you have to identify the song. And if you do, we're going to put you into the drawing for the tickets, and at the end, Lisa will draw one name, and somebody will win the tickets. Okay. All right. Sounds simple enough. Let's uh, spin the wheel, find out who our first celebrity is reading Incubus lyrics. All right. The first celebrity is Optimus Prime. Yeah. How about that? All right. All right. Let's hey, find- Optimus Prime. I am Optimus Prime. <laughs> yes, you, yes, you are. You must be very excited about your new Transformers movie coming out this summer. Are you uh, doing that effect just by putting your, your hands on your mouth? Pretty much, yes. <laughs> Check okay. it. All right, Optimus Prime, let, let's hear, let's go to our first Let's hear test. you do it, smart ass. Listen, I can't do better. I'm just asking. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> let's try Yolanda on line one. Hi, yo. How are you? Oh. Yo, really? Yolanda? Hello. Hi. hi. All right, all right. Big, big Incubus fan, I hope. Listen up. Here's Optimus Prime from cool. Transformers, who's going to read some lyrics. You just have to identify the Incubus song. All right, for sure. Thanks. Deeper than the deepest Cousteau would ever go. Higher than the heights of what we often think we know. Impressed that she who clearly sees the wreath of the trees. That would be the wealth of the trees. Yes, it would. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, what do you think there, Yolanda? Uh, Incubus song title. I know that song. Yes, you do. Oh, cool. Tell us the title then. You know it well. Um, Come on. I'm sorry. Aww. Oh, nice to know you. Yeah, I thought this was oh, a game. What happened, right. Jim? Thank you, Optimus Prime. Appreciate you stopping by. Let's spin the wheel again. Find out who our next celebrity is. While we say good morning to Corey. Give me one second. I got to put Grant You're good. You're good. Me. You're fine. I know. Did you know that one, Lindsay? No, not a chance. I didn't either. I thought um, I knew Incubus songs, too. Yeah, seriously. Anyways, hello, Jen. We didn't know that one. Okay, good. We still wanted to guess. He is online. What? We still wanted to guess. 
Yeah. Okay, sorry. I'll pay attention now. Greta's now outside. Two on the Kevin and Bean Show. How are you doing, guys? Hello. Good. Corey, your lyrics are going to be coming from Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. Good morning! (laughs) Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm doing great. All right. Let's hear this Incubus song. See if Corey can figure out which one you're doing. Meet me in outer space. I will hold you close if you're afraid of heights. I need to see this place. It might be the only way that I could show you how it feels to be inside you. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Tom. That's enough. So pardon me while I... Right, right. Oh, isn't it called Wish You Were Here? No. Jen, am I right? Am I wrong? (laughs) I don't remember. I think it's uh, nice to know you. We'll find out. Corey, what song? Stellar. Yeah! Stellar. Space. Right, nicely done. We're going to the drawing. Better. All right, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say hello to Jen on line three, next contestant on the Kevin Mead Show, Wheel of Celebrity Voices. Hi, Jen. Hi, guys. Hi, Lisa May. Hi, Jen. Your celebrity will be William Shatner. Uh, William Shatner, who will be reading uh, the lyrics to the song, <laughs> and then you need to tell us uh, what song it is. Okay. I've been smiling with anchors on my shoulders, but I've been dying. Dying. <laughs> oh, 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 to let them go. All right. What song is that? Oh, God. Very popular Incubus song. I'm getting Not, worse at this. No, no idea. Song title by the band Incubus. <laughs> and your answer uh, is? I don't know, Dig? Mm, sorry, it's Oil and Water. Let's go to uh, Isaiah. Hi, Isaiah. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Hi, Lisa. Hello, Isaiah. Listen up. Let's see who your celebrity is for Incubus Lyrics. Homer Simpson. Homer! Hey, Homer. How are you? Not good. Why? (laughs) All right. I don't even have an Incubus. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's a band. It's called Incubus. You've got some lyrics in front of you from one of their popular songs. Let's hear it. Not two days ago, I was having a look in a book. And I saw a picture of a guy fried what? Pardon me. Yes! I was having a look in a book and I saw a picture of a guy. Wow. Well done. Wow. Stupid nice caller, even let me finish. <laughs> you cut off Homer right. Simpson. Yeah, sorry, didn't you didn't even let get him to finish. Guess, but I didn't I know, know right? <laughs> We're great after the song. Exactly. <laughs> You are also in the drawing. We'll find out in a minute who wins tickets to our breakfast with Incubus. Let's try Ileana on line five. Hi, Ileana. Hi, Good morning. Hi. Hi. Hi, Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong, say hi to her. Who are you, Ileana? Are you from space? Right. Your celebrity is Spencer Pratt. Oh, Spencer. Hey, right. what's up? Ileana, how much you weigh? All right, that's not important, Spencer. She's just trying to win the Incubus her, tickets. If she's just, fat. Just read the lyrics. Focus. <laughs> Bat your eyes, girl. Be otherworldly. <laughs> Count your blessings. Seduce a stranger. What's so wrong with being happy? Kudos to those who see through the sickness. Yeah. What? She calls out a warning. Yeah. Thank you. Nice. Thank God. Song title, oh. please. Oh. It's just your big chance. Oh. Breakfast with Incubus. What? What's it called? Drive? Mm, sorry, it's, it's morning. Sorry. Your eyes, girl. 
Pretty sure that girl yeah. just died. <laughs> it's called warning. She's she sounds sad. very, very sad. All right. Uh, do we have time for one more? Are we out of time? Should we do the drawing? I mean, looking at the clock here. What do you think? I think we have time for one more. <laughs> one more dish. We don't at all. I know. By the way. We really, we really don't. We're, <laughs> just one more. the affiliates. Just one time. Oh, look, it's a Hulkster. Oh, what a surprise. Oh, oh, that is. What a surprise. Wow. No one could have seen that coming. Who's our contestant? We have Kelsey on the line. Hi, Kelsey. Hey. The Hulkster up? is going to read your lyrics. You ready? Ready. Yeah, you're no Jesus. You're no Elvis. You're no Jesus. You're no Jesus. You're no Elvis. You're no answer, brother. Yes, it's Michael Maniac. Right. Awesome. Nicely right. done. Well, We're not sabotaging ourselves. The listeners are sabotaging us. <laughs> exactly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. so that's all i got all right so shall we do the podcast roundup then and get out of here all right wait we have curdle and we have something else yeah but jen's yawning jen's gotta go so sorry (laughs) well eddie play your curdle before we're all too cooked to play this is my favorite game how about you all Curdle. This is a curdle and it's Lisa May. So, well, you should be able to hear that. All right. Hey, this is Lisa May. Pound in some bruise. What? Christopher. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. I also knew that and I'll be there. Hey, this is Lisa May. I'll be there pounding some bruise. Awesome. (laughs) Damn, Christopher. I think that's the first Lisa one I brought in. Can you believe that? I, I, I can't. It would be all Lisa if I had my way. <laughs> I'm surprised it took you this. Well, that was fast out. though. Okay, see that didn't take too long. Yeah. All right, time for the podcast round. <laughs> Here we go with the podcast roundup. Okay. I know you love it, but you're bringing me down, dude. You're bringing us down. Nailed it. Ow! 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 Get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast? We got it. Saying hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. I I saw on a t-shirt once that quitters never give up. This week on the podcast roundup, a lot of uh, Queen tributes at the beginning, but I think the only Queen tribute that really matters is the one from Janky Town, because when you're talking about moralizing a historical figure as important as the Queen, you turn to Janky Town. Now let's talk about some world news, Muggs. Okay. The queen died. What? Yeah. When? I don't know, this week. I don't care. Do you? Not really. All right, let's move on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, that, well. that, that was our segment on the queen. This just makes, brings a tear to my eye. Just hearing, <laughs> hearing that. Beautiful story. Janky Town knows how to put things in perspective, I always say. Uh, okay, Kevin and Sluggo, they interviewed uh, the artist formerly known as Prince. 
Uh, everybody's been talking about how sad they are that uh, Queen Elizabeth passed away. But I don't think everybody's excited about him becoming king. Leah, this um, had a couple of issues here and there over a time. A couple. Things have popped up a here couple. and there. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So do you, do you mind talking to him? Prince Charles. Well, hello. How are you? How is your day-to-day life going to change? Yeah. It will be very different. Mm-hmm. But I have been pretty happy about the Queen's death for some time now. So you've been looking forward to the day. Well, not her actual death, of course. Right. My attention to the throne. How is life going to change under King Charles III? We're making it illegal to get a tattoo of my mother. <laughs> That's probably a very good idea. What would you do to someone you found out? Would you behead them? Behead them, beleg them, bearm them. Wherever the tattoo is, we're taking that part of the body. Wow. Even so, pe- frankly, we've just decided, just creepy AF. So they took a couple of shots there at Bean. <laughs> the level of meta was right. awesome. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. They were much kinder than Steve on the Ralph Report, uh, who was was pretty frank and honest. I can't really disagree with them, but, it, you know, caring about Bean, it makes me, it's a little too harsh, I think. But Ralph did lose a listener because of Steve's rant. A guy um, said, I, that's it, I'm unsubscribing because Steve Ashton was so disrespectful to the queen. Oh, oh man. And I was like, if that's your deal breaker, I, I, there's nothing I can do about that. Of all the things we've said on this show. That's my point. That's that's the sticking point. And he said I was being have, showing contempt towards him. And I, I responded with, really, it's not. It's just that for anyone to think that you can produce a show like this one and be in step with everybody's opinion and feelings on at every level. Yeah, you can't, It's man. just simply impossible. Yeah. That people expect you to cater show to their personal belief yeah. system. When you, you write me and say, I don't like this thing, stop doing it. You need to understand that there may be five, <laughs> 10, 15, 20, I don't know, a thousand people who do like the thing that you're right. telling me not to do. How am I supposed to make that call? Right, exactly. It's Sophie's choice. Or it's Ralphie's choice, <laughs> more important. Okay, so. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> chugging over there what you're just chugging and i kind of love it i am uh okay so uh sea bat is the song we talked about earlier that uh, is taking over all the podcasts you guys know the situation behind it no nope nope okay so there is an am i the asshole where a guy has this song on his sex playlist he's been in a relationship for two years with this girl and he's had it on his playlist for two years, and every time they have sex, he plays the song. And after two years, the girl says, "You need to stop playing that song. I can't. I can't deal with that song." And so he's asking, "Am, am I the asshole for playing this song? She the asshole?" Anyhow, uh, this is them reacting to Seabat. And I think you'll see when you listen to it why the girlfriend may be not so thrilled as uh, okay. as our redditor friend. Here we go. Queef mix. What's <laughs> it? Queefs. That's like a guy playing a balloon. Oh. 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 
His girlfriend never came. Not one time. She never ever came. Has this man never heard a queef before? <laughs> Probably not. Okay. But it's well, called sea bass. Like that those are supposed to be like sea animal names. I mean noises. Sea bat. Like the letter C B A T. Oh, okay. It's Is that the name guy. of the guy that made it? No, that's the name of the song. That's the song, okay. The guy that made it is named Hudson Mohawk. This is like a 10-year-old song that's been on this guy's playlist for two years. So, Ralph so are we been... weighing in on who's the asshole? Yeah, let's go ahead. they're both assholes. A, this is a stupid song. You don't want that on your sex music tape mixtape anyway. And she's an idiot for putting up with it for two years. Well... Maybe she was deaf for two years and then got like <laughs> ocular implants and then she could finally hear the song. You know what? That would be a reasonable explanation. Would be. But I don't think so. Uh, Lindsay, you're ruling. I guess he's the asshole. I'm I'm all for playlists, but that sounds like it's a an obsession and that it would be a playlist for anybody. True. Edwin? Yeah, I agree. A terrible song. I can't believe anyone would put that on a playlist. Unless you're trying to annoy someone. I mean, it's not the worst right? song in the world. I was dancing to it, but it's not something I'm wanting to hear. I mean, the only thing that can well, make that getting... song worse is if Kelly Clarkson sang over it. No, actually, that would make it better. Yeah. That would make it much better. <laughs> that would make it I would rather listen better. to this on a loop than anything from <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Oh, you mean uh, for, uh, Star... On the Hollywood Walk of Fame recipient, Kelly Clarkson? That you Kelly mean Clarkson? American treasure, Kelly Clarkson? Yeah, that person. <laughs> Donald Trump has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So. No, it's it's like constantly defaced. And I swear to God, if I see that, it's, that her star is defaced, <laughs> I am reporting you to the cops because I know it's you. <laughs> when Lindsay comes out, she's going to clean Kelly Clarkson's star up. It doesn't need to be clean. It's already going to be clean because nobody hates her. I don't know. I, I found a new pooping spot in Hollywood. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's quite a drive from where you live, isn't it? It is quite a drive. I, you I know Petty to, Christopher would do it, though. I, I would have to <laughs> drive pretty far to go poop on her star. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Uh, let's go into some podcast inception on Frank and Friends. They talked about us quite a bit. Um, they talked about us featuring them and the email that he sent us and a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm just going to play that from the beginning. Now, this Ooh, one what? is called Quitters Never Give Up. Quitters Never Give Up. I like it already. This is the great show that is involved with all things related to Kevin and Bean. Okay. Now, Kevin and Bean, 30 years on KROQ. And when they do the podcast roundup, they play a clip from Ali and Bean. They play a clip from Kevin and Sluggo or Kevin's great news he's got two nice. or or the janky town guys they go around and do the roundup nice. and lately christopher who does this has been including the frank and friends show in the podcast roundup that's so cool well didn't you do like a two hour three hour ten hour long interview with them yes i think i only did two hours with them and now they're jealous because i did five hours with jody collins on ramblin man you know that's pretty impressive yeah we so do an all-nighter like a lock-in <laughs> a lock-in with frank murphy <laughs> But I told the quitters, I, I emailed them to thank them for including us in the podcast roundup. And uh, I told them that um, I'd be more than happy to come on again if they have something they want to talk about. So that's awesome. We can get Frank Murphy back. We can have a Frank lock-in. Just sit down, try and break some podcast records. Frank Murphy is just so tickled that 
Christopher does all this work to feature him. And I think that's very sweet. Yeah, that was awesome. We got a mention from Frank. Yeah, sounds like he listens because he's up to date on us. Thank you, Frank. He talked about the roundup and here's some of the stories he brought up, as well as Catherine singing. Well, on the Quitters Never Give Up show, they had recently a clip of um, Jeff Detrow, and he's been on twice. So the first time he was on, he was reading one-star reviews of hotels, because we're talking about my experience going to a a cheesy hotel in um, Northern Virginia. Okay. And he's doing it in his deep, deep radio voice, and it's 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 such a contrast of this beautiful announcer voice talking about this horrible, (laughs) dirty motel. Right. So they played a clip of that. Well, in the next episode... They, you know, Christopher just says, as a matter of fact, well, Catherine Freddy was back for this episode, and she had an interesting story. Apparently, some guy wrote her an angry email. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes, let's keep telling this so, story. So the whole clip, I'm thrilled, by the way, I'm thrilled, because uh, they make a joke about how I'm supposed to be so interesting, but the whole clip is you telling the story of the angry old man <laughs> who wrote you an angry email, didn't send it. And showed, showed up, up at the, at the opera house a pretty good story. to tell you that he wrote you an angry email and didn't send it. It's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> so that now is doubly famous. It's on Quitters. I love it. Never give up. So now say that nice and clean because they'll, they'll, they'll love it. Thank you, Quitters Never Give Up. Yes. Quitters Never Give Up. One more time. Quitters Never Give Up. A couple things there. That's got to be the first time that a Kevin Kevinism, a moment with Kevin, was sung by a... a famous opera singer right good point pretty sure i found my sex song (laughs) (laughs) i'll send it to you on a loop Lindsay. thank you hopefully it lasts a little longer than than the couple of seconds that she sang it just a second (laughs) (laughs) but it's not a joke that he's the most interesting man in the world we really think he's really interesting he really is yeah yeah, mm-hmm. he does all kinds of crazy stuff. It's pretty cool. All right, uh, speaking of crazy stuff, Beer Mug went to Vegas for 24 hours, and he had some interesting Vegas adventures. I can't tell you how many times I walked by somebody like, try to sell me Coke. Like, just out in the open. Like, you know? Do, do you think they were cops, or were they? No way. <laughs> no way. All right, Muggs. Um, we know your history. Well, some of us know your history. God, why Brit? No. <laughs> how much cocaine did you buy? <laughs> First of all, I would never buy cocaine off of anybody that I didn't know in Las Vegas off of the strip. Okay, For, honestly, to God, like, unless you want fentanyl, like, yeah, on, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, no, that didn't happen. Okay, and, good, good, good. Uh, <laughs> wasn't gonna let. It. But walking to the Bellagio, and it's a problem everywhere. But like, just a homeless guy just taking a piss in the corner at the Bellagio. Yeah, and like the stench of bo is permeating the air. Oh, and then uh, we were at Paris. We walked across to Paris at one point. Some guy OD'd in the bathroom. Did you help him? No, no, no. They ca- I saw the po- the the aftermath. They were carrying him out. Oh, he died. The- I think so. No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Did you look yes, around sir. to see if he had any drugs left over? Or <laughs> dude, and that's why I did not buy cocaine off that guy on the strip. Uh, I'm sorry. I think I can. Used it with a clip of him talking about the old K Rock Studios. Not sure if uh, that's right. That's okay. Uh, it, going into <laughs> going to the the dictionary. Janky is now official. If yeah, guess what? What what in the butt? 
Guess what? In the butt. What? <laughs> We're now official. We are. All right. Yeah. Are we verified on Twitter? On Instagram? No. Oh. No, okay. no, 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 no. Janky is now an officially recognized word according to Merriam-Webster. Yeah, baby! Janky town or just the word janky? Just the word janky. But that makes it official, right? That makes us official. Yes, very much so. I, I never knew that janky that wasn't. wasn't a real word. So there um, you go. How, how did that come about? Merriam-Webster, the two guys over there, they're like, yo, uh, a lot of people are pro saying that word. We should probably make it official. Sounds good, Miriam. All right, Webster. How high is that man? <laughs> I don't know. But I did notice that when he was talking about the cocaine in Vegas, he was sniffing a lot. So that was... uh, that, That's a downer that he's on. That's. I know that whole Vegas story like bummed me out all day. It was called the Bummer episode. So okay. I lived up to his name, that's for sure. Drop it right in there. Okay. Okay. Uh, another announcement from Janky Town. Janky Town turns two. Thanks to Facebook, I was posting on for Janky Town, and then there was a memory, and it said, congratulations on your first post on September 7th, 2020. Hmm. Janky Town is now two years old. We did it. Two months. years too many. <laughs> but I just want to say thank you to everybody who listens and continues to listen, who is a member of our Patreon page, or those who are too cheap to pay us two bucks for our wonderful content. Uh, Muggs, you got anything to say? Thank you. And we love you all. <laughs> what was that, Lindsay? Uh we love y'all. Honestly. Put that on your sex mix. <laughs> I, like, I want to do a welfare check. I know he is getting higher and higher each episode. <laughs> well, uh, Janky Town turns two. Oops, wrong clip. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to play uh, the announcement one, and I missed it. Oh, well. Jesus Christ. Here we go. Janky Town turns two. No! No! That was so worth it. Let's let's see if we can get some altitude to get off of this boat. Uh, let's Please. start with some alley and some strippers. You are in a veteran's home, a state-run facility for retired army personnel. You want it to be in Taiwan. Why? Because they just liven up things by hiring strippers to perform for the senior <laughs> citizens in wheelchairs. And I say yes to that. I say Listen, those senior citizens deserve it. They serve their country well, and they're a little older. And, yes. I mean, it's, it's a captive audience, really. Where are these old men gonna go? Right, they're gonna they're gonna be right there getting a little lap dance. It's it's a great thing. Let me guess. Except, Somebody is saying yeah. it's inappropriate and they they shouldn't have done it. Ugh. Yeah, it, it went viral. The kinky clip shows the masked up. By the way, good for you, masked up. Erotic dancer clad in lacy lingerie giving one elderly man a lap dance and thrusting her breasts into his face. 
the man appears to enjoy it, but the senior care facility, that's what it says in the article. The man appears to enjoy it, but the senior care facility was hit with backlash and subsequently released a statement saying, quote, the intention of the event was to entertain, entertain residents and make them happy. We are very sorry for the offense that was caused. What? It sounds Come to me on. like mission accomplished. It sounds to me That's like they did exactly what they set out to do is they entertained right? the residents. And uh, let this become a thing. Titty Tuesday. Just I do it. it. I, I mean, love people it. loved it. So old veterans couldn't have a stripper anymore. That sucks. <laughs> and then they sold the they sold the stripper stuff at the Walmart? What? Yeah. Where is keyboard cat? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's let's turn this bummer podcast roundup around. Let's try and, yeah. All right, let's start with the corn kids. Here's here's a little taste of what made the whole world fall in love with him, his enthusiasm for corn. For me, I really like corn. Ever since I was told that corn was real, it tasted good. But when I tried a bit better, everything changed. I love corn. He's just the cutest... Little kid in the world. Everything changed with butter. (laughs) So the reason he's in the great news is because the state of South Dakota has declared him the official corn ambassador of the state. (laughs) They are actually having a Tariq Day. I just love that something like this that was just an innocent little video that a lot of people Mm -hmm. could have just looked at and chuckled and moved on with their day has turned into something that now has involved the governor of South Dakota and made this little young boy so happy. I just love it. Yeah, until you see his Twitter feed from like five years ago. <laughs> He's like 10. I don't think he had a Twitter feed. <laughs> you're ready for him to get milkshake ducked? you just waiting for the <laughs> other shoe to drop on Tariq, are you? Yeah, there's, yeah. The corn kid got milkshake ducked. These are some excellent summaries you're coming up with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's just a bummer episode. Well, you're the one who keeps saying you're going to turn it around. No, it I isn't. I keep trying, but then, you know. No, it isn't. It's like the Titanic. Up. It takes forever to turn it. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Chris was late. Lindsay's got to go to bed soon because it's three hours later for her. I mean, it's more of a off the char- or off the rails type of show. The strippers got canceled. Janky Town, you know, dead guy in the casino. Let's just keep summarizing what you know, we've already, <laughs> what already happened. Done. All righty. Okay. All right. Are we? Well, are that's we our episode. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Why do some people tune out? Right. All right. Okay. Who's Why do some people tune out? That one. I feel like Christopher's really gotta gotta put the nail on the coffin. I here think so too. And summarize what has just happened in the last hour and a half. <laughs> Wait, I want to do one last thing real quick. Okay. I'm going to play this, Christopher. I think you might be the only guy that would know this. They didn't know it when I played it. And the Pussycat. Where did that come from? I'm going to actually kick everybody out of this meeting. <laughs> cool story. <laughs> it fits with this episode, though. All right. <laughs> really has gone off the rails. Oh, it's good, though. All right, who's saying bye? Yeah, you are. <laughs> I am. Yes. Well, this has been another fantabulous episode of Quitters Never Give Up. <laughs> it, it is, um, the tone has been quite <laughs> ex- 
exciting. Um, I gotta go see AAA. Uh, uh, yeah. The movie. Movie. <laughs> movie. You have to go see the Auto Club, or is this a movie? It's not what. <laughs> There's a movie called AAA. I don't know. That's this is be the... how generic you're talking right now. <laughs> There's a movie called Triple X. There is, yes. I'm guessing you have to go meet with AAA and your wife, the Auto Club of America, who is bailing your wife out of some situation. Correct? Terrorist situations. Oh my God. I'm hitting the meeting. <laughs> the infallible word of God. <laughs> Goodbye. Enjoy your meeting with the AAA girls. Love right. you guys. Bye, everybody. The Bye. AAA girls? <laughs> Did you say AAA girls? Okay. Look it up. Just it's one. a thing. AAA Google girls. It. Yeah. No, I don't want to Google it. I'm afraid to. No, afraid. it's not bad. No. It's, it's like Blue queens. Waffle, isn't it? No, it's, it's three it's drag queens. It's, it's three drag queens. The cup? <laughs> it's three drag queens called the AAA girls. Oh, now movie. that makes more sense. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh. I said what, what, in the butt. 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 You want to do it in my butt? In my butt, you want to do it in my butt? In my butt, you want to do it in my butt? In my butt, let's do it in the butt, okay? We'd like to thank you for listening to the Bad Girls Club.